0: This podcast is brought to you by NetBank. Whether you're thinking of franchising your business, buying into, or revamping your franchise, stay tuned for tips on how to grow your brand and portfolio.
1: Welcome to episode eight of the Franchising Podcast Series powered by NetBank. Today, we will be interviewing Etzio Nikelli and Lexi Mozillo from Lexi's Eatery on how they've linked consumer health To franchise wealth. Hi guys. Hello. Ezio comes from a wealth of experience having previously owned several Italian restaurants. He is the financial partner and operational guru at Lexi's Eatery. Lexi is the face and name of pro plant-based eating and this franchise concept and is the creative mind behind the exceptional menu and innovation that is quickly becoming Johannesburg's favourite eatery. Lexis is a young franchise brand that started in the heart of Santon and more recently in Modderfontein and in Rosebank. Their focus is to provide a healthier lifestyle and encourages consumers to take that first step to an alternative and more environmentally friendly and sustainable way of life. Tell us what inspired both of you to to start Lexi's Eatery.
0: Okay, well my inspiration was um, from working in uh, the Italian food industry for many years and seeing the way it People changed their eating habits from eating smaller meals and eating less carbs, and trying to look for more healthy options. And I realized that there was a shift in the way people were eating and behaving.
2: It's a good tired of saying no to people when they wanted vegan pizza. <laughs> um, so I think mine is a bit more personal, and. Um, yeah, I I used to eat very norm- normally, kind of run-of-the-mill, had lots of junk food, didn't really care for where my food came from or what it did to my body, and I just started watching documentaries and reading some books and understanding health a bit better and the link between diet and, and health and disease, and obviously linked to that, the sustainability crisis, which is becoming obviously globally recognized problem and yeah I started cooking more healthy food I never went vegan or consciously took a step but eventually I looked at what I was eating and I was like oh okay I mean I'm vegan now basically because I just stopped eating first I stopped eating eggs and dairy then I stopped eating meat stopped eating fish Um, I try to keep as little processed foods and, and sugars in my diet and yeah, when I cooked food like that and shared it with people, the response was really positive positive. and I um, realized that there's a gap to, to share this kind of food with people and show people that vegan food can be healthy and delicious and beautiful. And yeah, the more, the more I did it, popping up at food stores around Joburg and the more people seem to get excited about the the food the more i realized that i needed to 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 build something bigger
1: and your innovative menu how does it differ from other restaurants
2: so um the initial idea which we still obviously have on the menu is to completely reverse a normal menu model like on every other menu you have a little v or a little leaf or you have a health section or like a tiny little vegan section in the corner or something like that Um, Whereas at Lexi's, the whole menu is plant-based, so it's vegan, it's gluten-free, it's refined sugar-free, unless otherwise indicated. So there's like, we have a little candy icon, so if one of the desserts has refined sugar in it, you can't make vegan meringue without sugar, for example. Um, Or, you you know, you'll see the beef burger or the two fish dishes, they're all marked, so you know exactly what is not plant-based
1: and the specific benefits that a consumer would have when you know coming to a an Alexis eatery is it is it i would presume their health benefits or their financial benefits
0: well they they definitely health benefits um, everything on the menu is is um, got some sort of healthy either healthy protein or a healthy thing for your gut um, and it's generally quite light and you digest it very quickly. So within the next like two hours, you, you feel very light.
2: Yeah, we try and keep the meals like really nutritionally balanced. So people are coming in and they should be getting a lot of their macros and macros for the day, like a good carb, good fats, um, getting a protein, whether it's a plant-based protein or they're choosing one of the animal proteins. And like let's I said, they're, they're like, light meals um, very good for you you don't feel sluggish by three o'clock in the afternoon and want to go home and take a nap so yeah I think it's nutritionally and like visually also people like to Instagram everything which is cool (laughs) it sounds delicious I
1: mean uh, I guess um, spices is an important part of, of of your menu as well um, do you, Are there environmentally friendly spices or that aren't uh, processed too much? How, yeah, how does it yeah. work? With
2: so definitely, we actually, for veg stock, for example, you can buy veg stock at any shop in the world, but we have a supply that it's an organic freeze-dried veg stock with no extra sodium and it's got no MSG or added flavourings. it's literally just... Dehydrated veggies that you can add into your so sauce. There's definitely, we have organic cane pepper and, um, you know, wherever we can, sauce, that kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Definitely, um, besides the spices, we don't use the sauces, the, the, the very processed sauces, which um, contain very um, bad things in, in them, your colorants and flavorants and that. So we don't use any of those kind of sauces.
1: So do you have to rely a lot on on the suppliers' assertions as to the quality of of the product that they're supplying you or do you need to go quality control um, your suppliers' environment?
0: Well, we rely on the the suppliers but we do a stringent quality control and um, we have over the past year changed a lot of suppliers because their quality is just not up to our standards.
2: Also, for example, um, we're trying to source proper cage-free eggs and we had a supplier where we thought this was it and we asked to do a farm visit and they kind of effectively refused us so we've now changed suppliers, we're still searching for like a really, really good cage-free egg supply. But but that in itself is enough of a message to say that it's not a good enough supply for how, us.
1: How are we doing in South Africa regarding healthy eating and eating more plant-based food? Are, are we behind the rest of the world or, or are we on par?
2: So I think globally you can go to LA, you can go to Tel Aviv, you can go to London and you'll find a vegan restaurant on every block. You'll find vegan options in every restaurant. South Africa is only just realizing that vegetarian doesn't mean chicken, it actually means veggies. <laughs> um, and understanding that there's a difference between vegetarian and vegan, and then understanding that plant-based is even one step further, where it's not just no animal proteins or animal products, it's it's also very little processed foods, very little sugar, very little um, gluten or, or, or whatever. So, yes, there's... There's a little bit of a a, a lack in understanding in South Africa. But, you know, where we used to maybe be five to ten years behind Europe and and America, because the world is so small now and information is so accessible and social media makes everything just so, like, at the forefront all the time, I think maybe that is shortening. Hopefully it's shortening so that South Africans can move towards a healthier life.
0: I do think however that um South Africans are very um uh, sport orientated they like the outdoors um whether it's playing golf or or running or going to the gym I do think there's 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 a quite a big movement in South africa when it comes to that kind of activity sporting activity and uh so those those people are looking for healthier healthier options, you know?
1: Your 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 first store is situated in quite a predominantly office area. There are a lot of I'm sure customers coming from offices in Santon. Um do you do you find that the the take up is quite quick because these are educated people like you say Lexi they 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 they're reading all the stuff that's on social media in the media?
2: Yeah I mean in the beginning we had Tons of people walk out when they realize there was no bacon on the menu, but but we, we very quickly built up a beautiful regular customer base and the customers that come love it and not all, not all of them are vegan. Uh, like I said, a lot of them are just health conscious or or they're very active and they want to fuel their bodies and they understand that that means eating lots of whole foods and lots of veggies, whether they're vegan or not, it's kind of irrelevant because we can, we fulfill that gap. And um, I think, yeah, the corporates also want something light. They don't want to go and have a heavy meal and then sit at their desk and be feeling like they need their Sunday afternoon post-lunch nap on a Wednesday, you know? They want to f- be fueled and energetic and have their minds be alert. And they, I think people are becoming more and more aware that that means you've got to eat a rainbow of vegetables and get, get those nutrients in and make sure that you're fueling your body. So the, the
1: second aspect that you also spoke about was the earth and sustainability. And for example, there was a lot of said about straws. Um, and straws in restaurants and there's been a reaction to it. Would you say you've taken it much further in terms of of the products you use?
0: Well, we definitely have taken it further or are taking it further because um we believe not only the plastic straws are a problem, but plastic in in general anyway is a problem. So we have eliminated all plastic use in, in, in our restaurants. So one of the one of the major issues is plastic beverages. Um, beverages stored in plastic. We we do not have any of our beverages stored in plastic. That's a huge problem because every time you have a bottle of water it's it's a plastic container that gets thrown away. So we we will not support the plastic in the industry. And even our suppliers, if they do deliver anything in plastic, we always question it, and we tell them that next time they must refrain from using plastic.
2: Yeah, and in terms of sustainability, I think it goes even further than the plastic. I mean, single-use plastic is a massive problem. If you are watching any of the documentaries out there, you can see what it's doing to the oceans. But but more than that, the sustainability crisis is its everything. Just consumption in general. People need to be so much more aware of what what they're doing in their lives and part of that is like chemical waste, Um, you know it's like carbon footprint in terms of importing so we have earth friendly cleaning products for our dishwashers, for the cleaning of the tables, hand sanitizers, everything you can you can put in your mouth Um, and it's much much more better for the environment and we try and keep all of our supplies as local as we can limit the amount of imported products unless it's absolutely necessary, like you cannot get certain things in South Africa, so you have to get them from overseas and yeah, we're, we're trying to make our carbon foot- footprint as small as possible in all aspects.
1: So, so from your perspective, what could you advise other franchise concepts to focus on? Because it's one step at a time, I mean, you saying Lexi's Eatery, this is what we're doing. What would you What would you advise other concepts to to focus on to be more sustainable and earth friendly?
0: Well, the, fir- the first thing, obviously, is is the packaging. You know, look look at your packaging. Um, is it is it you can um, environmentally friendly? And then also look at your products. You know, if if you're doing chicken, try try and source the best chicken you can. You know, from from farms that are doing doing things the right way. You know. Um, from paying their staff all the way to how they treat their their animals.
2: Yeah, and I think also if we're talking sustainability, trying to offer those plant-based options or veggie options because almost everyone is becoming aware that the animal agriculture industry is one of the leading factors in this global crisis of sustainability. And um, yeah, kind of trying to give some kind of option there where you every veggie plate you sell you're a saving a life and b minimizing your carbon footprint in that way because yeah like I said the beef, the beef industry especially is like leaving a massive footprint on the world. And are you finding it
1: difficult to find suppliers that meet your specific quality control requirements
0: Yes, um, well we mentioned it before, but we, we, we do go through, we have changed quite a lot of uh, suppliers in the past because they haven't been able to meet our, um, our standards, our quality and requirements. And also uh, when you do find someone that maybe can supply you, with your quality, they can't supply the quantity. So it's very difficult, it's a very new industry. So everybody's trying to find their feet and um, likewise with us, you know, we, we are trying to find our feet with it in terms of suppliers. But in saying that, we have a good base of, of suppliers at the moment, you know.
2: Yeah, and we actually tend to, even if, so for example, our micro herbs are now sourced from a different supplier to our veg supplier. And it's, it's irritating because it's another order that you have to do. It's It's like admin, it adds processes that are just irritating but but we'd much rather do that because we know that now those micro herbs are farmed in a sustainable way they're farmed in the middle of Joburg in a warehouse like it's it's a great urban farming solution and because they can supply us with the quantity that we need we've moved that aspect to them and if they then start doing baby spinach or start doing tomatoes we're actually investigating an organic or hydroponic tomato farming uh, supply at the moment and so all these things, like even if it's one little step at a time, it's a step in the, the right direction. So we're, we're trying to just keep moving in the right direction.
1: And, and plant is perishable. So does that, your, your, your stock management and your ordering, how do you avoid waste?
2: So we have actually quite a great, uh, most of the products in the shop have maybe say three phases of life. So, for example, if we get strawberries in, the first phase of life is to be in the cold kitchen fridge, where they get put on the waffles and the quinoa porridge and on our smoothie bowls, etc. Um, second phase would be to go into the juicing section, where maybe they're not, not they're not pretty enough to be on the fruit, or people would be upset that they're slightly like softer than usual. But then they go into the juicing section, where they can be used for juices and. If we don't use them quick enough there we can also freeze them and then they go into the the smoothies so that's like we can kind of try and keep that cycle wherever we can for example like with tomatoes if we slice the tomatoes for the burgers um, I'm very fussy with the tomatoes they can't be you know jelly like or or too soft because it's just super gross Um, but so if they if they outlive their life in the cold kitchen then they get put into the oven and they get roasted to be in one of the other purees on one of the other dishes and then those purees are frozen so there's we try and i like, keep it so that there's multiple stages where you can use all the items before you just throw it away because now the tomatoes are soft and you can't put them on a burger for example
1: and you you you're looking at franchising and expanding going forward are there specific attributes that you're looking for in potential franchisees
0: well, yes, they definitely are. Um, the franchisee needs to be on board with our ethos and what we do what we want to do, what we are doing, and uh, they need to believe in in that whole culture and the ethos. Um, if the franchisees are vegan or vegetarian, it's, it's obviously a plus, but it's it not a necessity, but as long as they understand what the whole ethos is and respect his um, his uh, clients and suppliers.
1: Fantastic. I mean, you don't want anyone contaminating the concept with with things that 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 you're trying to avoid.
2: Well, exactly. And I think one of the other things that we've learned, and probably Ezio more than me because he's been in this industry so long, is it's really important to, to get along with people as well. So there's got to be some kind of some kind of gut feel, which we actually we were at the NetBank Franchising Seminar the other week. And that George from Salsa said the same thing. He said they choose on gut and uh, um over and above needing to believe in what we're doing, we also need to kinda all get along.
1: Franchising is an ecosystem and 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 so that speaks to to what you're saying. In fact it's so akin to the earth and sustainability. Um Friends. <laughs> Yeah, it's um I think it links so beautifully to your concept. Uh, was there a specific reason why you decided to pursue the franchise route?
0: Well, I think you know it's, we obviously believe in our brand. We believe we're doing a, a good thing as well for the, for the for the environment. So we do want to grow it, and the only way to grow it really is is through um, franchising. So that was yeah. That's one of the things we want to do.
2: I mean. One of the things that we've discussed so many times is running a restaurant. You you need to be very hands on. Like owner-operated restaurants, you can tell mile apart from from a run-of-the-mill place that's being looked after by a manager that doesn't really care. So franchising is one of the ways to to really make sure that your your partner or your franchisee or the person that's now taking on. Your brand is invested and, and cares, you know, so, so that everything does happen the way that it should and the staff are looked after the way that they should and the food is managed and the quality and the control and, and all of that.
1: Lexi and Ezio, it's no doubt um, you are pioneering. Um, pioneering a concept in the country and, and I think pioneering a concept in in franchising and what you've shared with us is remarkable. And we just hope to see many, many more Lexi's eateries across our beautiful country. Thank you so much. much. Thank
0: you. This podcast was brought to you by NetBank. Stay tuned for more on franchising or search NetBank franchising for valuable information. See money differently. NetBank.